Hi guys, my name's Ian and I'm the head coach at TriClub and I'm here today with Yanis Christodoulou. And Yanis is a national and European age group champion in aquathlon and I believe he's also trying to achieve similar feats in triathlon. So welcome Yanis, thanks for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Now, Yanis, um, with all my guests, I get them to introduce themselves and to talk a little bit about their journey uh, in sport to date. So I was just wondering if you could do that for me. Okay, so um, so my name is Yanis Christou. Basically, uh, in 2012, um, I had no sporting background. Uh, I used to play five-a-side with friends now and again um, every other week. Um, so I've, I watched um, the Olympics, got... Um, got a... a with, was home from work and um, I remember watching the triathlon and thinking, oh, how good is this? And um, actually uh, thought, oh, it's amazing. And saw the Brownlee brothers, didn't have a clue who they were or what the um, triathlon was all about, but really thought it was really good. Um, the Olympics basically spot inspired me to um, take, take up sport. And um, I, my best mate had recently did a he did a 10k back in July that year and um, well, I think it was yeah just before the Olympics and he was like oh should we join a running club um, so um, we went looking at clubs uh, emailed and I ended up uh, going um, well we ended up joining Canterbury uh, running club so that's where it all really begun for me and I rejoined in September so I started as a runner um, struggled uh, kept getting injured uh, pretty much doing stuff too soon, too quick, and getting some serious injuries. Um, talk a bit about them in a bit. Um, well, and then I ended up um, be uh, started swimming as well at the end of the year. I couldn't swim, um, so I had to start from uh, scratch basically. Uh, and then on, in 2015, I decided to try and craft from the local craft on. Um, I come back off my honeymoon um, and there was one that evening so I was pretty much um, <laughs> jet lagged. Um, I, I was doing some testing for a sports um, study at the time and the guy, um, the, uh, the, well he's a doctor in science, he turned around and said to me I don't advise you to go and train, you'll get injured, uh, go and race, you'll get injured. I was like oh no I want to do it. Um, so I decided to do it and then um, I think at the time they, they had um, qualifying times for a quaffron, you had a certain time criteria, it always changed all the time. Um, so um, I went there, I went to this race and I didn't know anything about age group or anything at the time, I was just doing it for fun. Uh, well, I still did it for fun, but um, yeah, I turned up, um, I came fifth, a lot of things went wrong. Um, I kept, uh, I think three or four times, had to do my shoes up, um, didn't tie them up properly, so that slowed me down. Um, so I learned a lot of mistakes um, and then one of the people there said, oh, you've done quite well for your first one. You should try for the Aquathlon team uh, for the age group. And I was like, oh, I don't know, it's a bit, you know, it's a bit scary. So I, I thought about it and I did a few more. I started getting better and then I, decided, I started training more and swimming, uh, swimming more. And then in September, I was about two and a half minutes quicker. So and then that I wow. qualified for... Um, Chateauroux 2016 European Championships. Um, so I, I turned up in the 2016 season. Uh, I turned up, um, so I had two, um, two big races. Never done a big race before. Normally I, I do a local race, whereas like 
30 to 100 people. Turned up to national championships two weeks before the um, uh, European championships. And I, um, prior to that, I was thinking, oh, I better take this seriously. So I had to get like a proper uh, triathlon coach and the strength coach to help me because I was getting a lot of injuries on the way. I nearly quit in 2013 with the calf injuries and um, the serious Achilles injuries. That gives me problems now, but I'm able to manage it. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'm so I'm backtracking myself a bit, but um, so yeah. So I turned up to the national championships two weeks before um, the Europeans. No clue about a big race. Got in the middle, and the first thing that happened to me when um, on the start line in the water, as we started, um, a nervous wreck. My uh, goggles. Um, someone knocked my goggles out. I've learned now to put your goggles oh, wow. underneath your hat. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So I managed to catch them. Um, I came out in the swim, like, because it's all age groups, um, a massive trail of people. So, obviously, running was my strong point at the time. Um, so, I was, a- I was able to c- catch a lot of people. Um, but I didn't think I did really well. I went across the line. I found out I came third in my age group. So, I was over the moon. Oh, um, wow, yeah. So, that was good for a debut. And then, um, two weeks later, I went to the European Championships. Nervous wreck. I, I just wanted to enjoy it. Um, I was really nervous. Um I just wanted to enjoy the moment and just give give my best. Uh, the only thing I didn't want to come last in my age group, so I wanted to. Um, yeah, I didn't want to make up numbers. Just wanted to not come last. I trained really hard for it, and um, I remember I was ill the week leading up to it. I had to rest a few days because I had a severe cold. I even tried training on the Wednesday and I couldn't run, so yeah. I rested up till sat- uh, the race was on the Saturday. So I rested up, turned up to the race. Um, it was non wetsuit. And it was a bit, um, a bit tough. Um, the swim came out in the swim. Looked at transition. Were in my age group. I was last, and I just, I just thought I can't come last. Um, so I just thought I might never get a chance. So um, gave it my all. And I just remember picking off people one by one the run. And then it was about 400 meters from the end. I was convinced that um, there was two people in my age group in front. They were battling for. I was convinced they were battling for third place. And I had 400 meters left to go, and I did. I, I thought, what should I do? So I just, my mentality was that I clinch my fists, sprint, um, grip my teeth, and if I collapse, I, well, at least I tried. So I basically sprinted the last 400 meters and absolutely shattered when I got to line, but it worked. And on my debut, I got bronze medals. So that oh, sort wow. of, that sort of started the journey off. So I was, um, I was really um, happy with that, uh, and I compete. On the, off the back of that, I was able to compete at the World Triathlon Champ- um, World of Craftland Championships, part of the World Triathlon Series in Cozumel. 2017, um, I competed at uh, the Nationals. I went one better. I got silver. Um, so I was over the moon with that. Um, I, I unfortunately got an in- a very rare injury. I don't um, touch wood. I don't get many injuries these days. Um, I've, learned, yeah. I've learned from my mistakes. Um, so um, I, I turned up to the Europeans with an injury a few weeks prior. Um, I came ninth. I was hoping for a bit higher, but I, I, I wrote it off because of the injury. Uh, it was an older injury that came back. Went to the Canada, Penticton, lovely place uh, as um, team captain for the British triathlon team. And um, I was over the moon because I had to sort out, well, I had to arrange meetups, um, dinner for the uh, 68 athletes, I think it was, and their family. So we'd meet up the night before 
the race and had like pasta. Um, it was a nice Italian we went to. Um, running, uh, we, we did runs and swim, recce's. Um, so that was really good. And, and that, um, that was probably one of my best races. I placed sixth in the uh, World Championships there. I learned a lot from that race and I was over the moon. Um, 2018 was a really good season as well. Um, I won the national championships for the first time. Um, I was over the moon when I crossed the line. I did. I, uh, basically, that was after the World Championships. So um, I finished ninth at the World Championships. Had a really good race. Uh, really strong competition. That was in Denmark, and um, everything I've learned over the years, I put into that. And I was team captain for that as well. And um, yeah, and then two, um, I think seven days later was a national. So I was completely knackered and um, didn't expect to get anywhere. And I managed to win it. So I was really happy with that. And um, I did the Europeans um, later on in October. Again, I learned from mistakes. So I came, I came 14th. I had a really bad race and um, learned from what I should, should have done. So that, that was that. And then last year was probably my best season. Um, I came uh, seventh uh, in the World Championships. Uh, first British guy, I think first European guy as well, um, I think. Um, so I was really happy with that. And then I, um, I, um, I but that, that wasn't my main race. I, I was trying to, I wanted to target the Europeans and try and get on the podium. And uh, I came out, well, I did the Europeans in Romania. Um, Unfortunately, leading up to the race, I had this weird pain in my foot about a week before, mm -hmm. and it got worse. Now, the physios couldn't find out what was wrong with it. They scanned it, nothing, prodded around, nothing. I thought it was a stress fracture, but it wasn't. Turned up to the race. After the race, it had gone. So it had <laughs> been there for the whole week. No idea what it was. And turned up to the race. I didn't think I had a great swim. Um, I think I came out of the water four for six, but I managed to uh, make it up on the run and sort of knew who I was running against. Um, it was a fallout course, so it was quite uh, tricky, but um, I had my wife and friends shouting where I was, but then they, they were telling me, at one point they were telling me a fourth, then they were telling me a third, then they were telling me a fourth. Um, but I overtook the leader on lap three um, and um, I was convinced I was winning because the guys in front of me in the other age groups were the faster guys and normally I'm not near them, um, not that close near them. So I knew I was up there. When I crossed the line, they um, said my name was a, a European age group champion, my age group, and I was just uh, over the moon. I couldn't believe it. I was completely shocked and um, really happy. And then um, in September, I went back to the Nationals and um, again, things went wrong on the, uh, the night before. Um, uh, I've got some friends that compete as well and their alarm went off in their hotel at uh, one o'clock in the morning. Now, um, the problem with that is um, I'm a very light sleeper. So if something wakes me up, I'll, I can't get back to sleep. So uh -huh. the fire alarm went off. I woke up, knackered, um, was still up at four o'clock in the morning. I had to go up, get up and go for a walk. Um, managed to get about an hour and a half sleep after that. Um, turn up to the race. Uh, they even told me, they said, oh, you look awful. And I said, well, didn't you get, <laughs> didn't, you, didn't that alarm keep you up? And they were like, oh, it's our alarm. We, we didn't know, um, blah, blah. And we were like, oh, okay. Uh, so it wasn't their fault. Um, and yeah, I turned up to the race absolutely um, shattered. Uh, I was swimming, didn't think I had a good swim. Got onto the run, felt really good on the run. Um, and 
I sort of knew who I'm racing against. And um, about a cave at the end, there was a guy next to me who that I, I overtook at the Europeans. So um, I knew I was up there and I thought, what do I do? I've got nothing left now. So I decided to just try and pull away a little bit, play a bit of tactical game. Uh, and it worked. Um, I pulled away and I was over the moon when I, when I won it and defended it. And, um, so that's it really. My journey went from an, not running, not swimming to um, winning, um, well, medals in my age group. So something I'm, I'm very proud of. And it also shows that whatever you, you can achieve anything, if you just work hard um, and keep at it and it does pay off. So obviously you've moved from aquathlon into triathlon. Why did you make that um, change and what are you aiming to achieve in the next couple of years? Okay, well, I like a challenge. So um, when I first started running, um, I liked running, got loads of PBs, etc., and got, got better. And I could probably be better if I just concentrate on running. But I wanted to change. I like um, mixing it up. So for me, like, I can't just do running. So I did, um, so I did these uh, craflons, enjoyed them. Um, I was scared because uh, with, with cycling, I've been put off so much by it because in 2012 and 13, when I did um, start having a little, I, I did a few triathlons, I um, kept getting really serious injuries and I was convinced it was to do with the bike. Um, yeah. Obviously it's not. Basically I bought a bike in 2015 and never used it. So um, yeah. the idea to triathlon. So I thought I better start using it. So I started going to buy a couple of times a week and I did one at the, the end of, sorry, 218 at the end of 218 I did um, a triathlon and, and came um, second so um, with, with limited cycling training so I was so I thought well so I thought well I want a new challenge so I'll make 219 my last year of doing craplons and then um, I'll give 219 and 220 like a real big go for triathlon and try and get into the age group team um, that way, I, I, only wanted, I only wanted to represent the team once, just to say that I've been there, but I want to give it my all. Um, yeah. So I got, um, so I went to the nationals, um, and I got a roll down place for this year. Um, I missed out by I think 0.01 of a second. Um, <laughs> so I was next in. So as soon as someone dropped down, I had a roll down place. Um, I could have, I could have probably got that if I was a bit more brave on the bike it was raining and i slowed down on the bike um because i'm not used to it but i trained more on the bike last year um and i've spent more time this year and so my idea um was to go to this european championships aim for top 10 but but deep down i, I like to push harder so um my um my 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 goal was to take a year out next year um and um just enjoy like not well i enjoy it anyway but just to um, not, not had the pressure of racing so I sort of had toned down my races this year but had some key races so I was going to do the national triathlon championships and um, I wanted to try and podium for that and obviously with the Europeans I was getting better and better on the bike and my running and swimming was improving through the winter so I was deep down going to target um, the top end of the top 10. Yeah. Um, so obviously what's happened now um, and like the qualifier um, I, I was um, I was going to go to qualifiers this year um, to, to try and qualify for European, um, sorry, the World Championships of Bermuda, but I, I didn't, I wasn't sure if I was actually going to do that. Um, so next year, well, it depends what happens this year. I still want to try and 
I'm hoping I can still compete in Malmo in August, but um, I don't think that's going to happen. I decide next year I still will give have a go next um, have another go next year and then have a quieter year in two two twenty two um, two twenty two. So I'm sort of uh, delaying the reaction really because I want to. Me and my wife want to start a family, so I want to not have pressure of training because I, I like to be hundred percent committed with all my training. Yeah. So, um, and give it more. So. Um, yeah, we'll just see what happens this year and then I'll play next year by by year. But it looks like it's going to be another year next year. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think we're all sort of working on that basis that this year is probably going to be uh, a year out, if you like. Yeah. And, um, it's a year to improve maybe the aerobic base and strength work. And if we are doing any top-end work, then it's probably advisable that we... Um, we do make sure we quarantine ourselves for a, for a time after and um, so we don't get ill from suppressing our immune systems and um, it sounds no. like you, you, you're doing the right thing and it sounds like the um, aquathlon move to triathlon is is a really good choice now and um, just to kind of finish up I, I wanted to ask if you've got any top tips to stay physically and mentally well um, during this time because obviously you mentioned that you know we are going through the coronavirus, yeah. everyone knows it, but how can people stay physically and mentally well? Well, the, the first thing is that you, um, you, you need to back off your training. That, um, there's still people trying to train for a math and that's in October, for example, that they don't know it's gonna go ahead. Yeah. Um, you, so you shouldn't be over, over training, that's, that's the first, first key. Um, so you should be really um, cutting down the, the intensity and as you said, yeah. like going to aerobic, uh, most of my, well, nearly 90% of my training now is in zone two um, yeah. heart rate. Um, I've gone from doing like um, a really hard session on a Tuesday, so that would be a bike, a hard bike session followed by a hard run session, um, a really hard session on a Friday, um, ex- exactly the same, and then I'd have a, um, a hard uh, swim session in the week as well. Um, so I've just, I've basically, obviously the swimming's been cancelled, so I just do one hard session a week, um, and that's Friday, and that's um, just a real hard day. Um, then I rest on the uh, Saturdays, complete rest day. Now that's another thing, people are not resting. Like people are seeing that this, um, these like uncertain times with COVID and stuff are a, a time to go and do as much as you can, or take up yeah. a new sport and stuff. And there's people training twi- um, twice a day when they're not used to it. It's all right if you're used to it. Um, yeah. And you know what you're doing, but there's people training like going out for a run and they're cycling in the evening, but they're not used to it, or these people running every day. Um, training should mean something um, and should have like one, you should be enjoying it, and two, it should have a purpose. So um, I'm not a big lover of uh, junk miles. Um, no. So again, I think um, just make sure it, they have a purpose. You don't need to run mega miles, you don't need to rerun in 20 miles, or I mean, my runs are kept to. Uh, 60 minutes. Um, I do have one run a week where I go some. If I feel like it, I go 70, uh, 75 minutes. But um, that's real. Um, that's a lot slower than I'd run the other two uh, runs in zone two. So more like a zone one, probably. Yeah. Um, just to so, interrupt you there, when you talk about zone one and zone two, just for the viewers that aren't sure what that is, can you explain very briefly what zone one and zone two are? Yeah, okay, so um, so you have five zones um, across the board, whatever discipline you do. Um, so I'm, I'm very much into like heart rate running. So running uh, 60% your max, for example. 
Um, so with zone two and one, they're, they're very much below that threshold and up to 60% your heart rate max there. So, so zone two, if I'm doing zone two training on the bike, that um, you're looking at my, my heart rate max is 179. In, on the bike, you're looking at zone two at 109 beats per minute. Um, I know it's different, running will be 130, minute, uh, 130 beats per minute. So um, it's very low intensity training. It's more aerobic. Um, um, yeah. Obviously, running slower or training slower actually makes you faster as well. So slowing it builds up endurance, speed, and also you can work on your technique as well, and your breathing. There's like so much you can do, which yeah. improves. So that's really zone one and zone two focus for me. So I hope that answers the question. I don't... It does, yeah. So during this period, what we're talking about is building that aerobic endurance and also your strength work as well. And then when we come out of quarantine, we're looking at adding that intensity back in, which gives you that race sharpness. Um, and overall, when you do that over a period of time and you, you periodize the plan, it's called, cool, isn't it? Um, yeah. When you're trying to hit a peak, um, well, we're well, kind that's, of optimizing that point um, well, that's when we're thing. racing. That's the thing. People, um, they, they don't uh, look at peaking cycles. They don't, no. um, they just train a lot of, um, I mean, you're looking at probably a percentage of like 90% of people probably train uh, all year round without a proper break. Like I, I have a constant rest day once a week. If I need to twice a week, big race coming up, I taper and I have two days off um, in between the weeks. Um, and at the end of the season, I have two to three weeks off doing nothing. And it helps your body recover, rebuild. So it's important that um, you don't overdo it at the moment because um, you don't want to get, uh, as you said, you don't want to get your immune system uh, suppressed because of... Um, well, you're likely to catch the virus if, if you you know illnesses, colds, all sorts. So you just make sure you want to you don't want to like make batter your body basically. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And uh, doing that zone two and zone one running, are you finding that that's helping you mentally get through this crisis? Yeah, see, I, I've been I went on a study back in 2015. Um, about heart rate training and I'm very yeah. for with it um, and people that I coach I um, tend to I, I give them that training and um, and yeah I, I find be, it's good because one that you, your legs always feel relaxed and you feel like to be honest you feel like you haven't done anything um, you've gone out for a run you come back and you, you don't you don't feel tired or anything um, that's the way it's, it's meant to be that sort of training. Yeah. But um, it's good because you can sit back and you've got a lot of thinking time and just taking in like um, where I live, the natural beauty of like um, the countryside and the yeah. wildlife just to um, yeah, sit back. And to be honest, um, if I was to carry on training hard now, um, to be honest, I don't know what I'm training for. Well, if my race goes or doesn't go ahead in August, I, I don't know. So um, yeah. uh, again, like, and I know I'm not going to be up to scratch because I can't swim. So I, I think everything should have a purpose. So just working on endurance. Like, and when I do run, um, taking it, them zoned one and two, I, I'm looking at my breathing. I'm working on my breathing. I'm looking at my form, my technique. Um, so I'm making sure I'm keeping that all top, top, um, top spec nicely so um, I can keep, keep at it. Yeah, no, that's great. And I, I think that's really important that you are focusing on things that you can control, like you said earlier in the talk and also on things that you can improve. So it gives you those micro goals through this particular time to get you through. 
Um, so when you come out of this season, you're ready to go again. You're ready to train. You're ready to hit some of the intense stuff. Now, before we wrap up, Yanis, um, I just wanted to ask, obviously, you do a lot of blogging. Um, you're an Essex front runner, from yeah. my understanding, and you've got a few different sponsors. Now, this is the opportunity for you to plug uh, your YouTube stuff, your social media, and uh, any other sponsors that you want to. So the floor is yours. Okay, well, well, firstly, I, I, I'm going to have to say thanks to all my, um, well, thanks firstly for interviewing me and having the time. Um, and secondly, uh, thanks to all my sponsors. Um, without them, I probably couldn't afford to do races and stuff. Um, they, they help a lot. Um, just even a, um, some kit goes a long way. So thanks to them. Um, if you want to follow my, I've got a YouTube channel. Follow me. It's um, my, my name, Yanis Christodoulos. Just search me. Um, I'm on Instagram. Um, that's my main platform, really. Um, so that's Yanis.Christodoulou. Uh, and it, I'm on Twitter as well. And um, I'm at Yanis underscore 83. So if you want to follow me, um, yeah, I, I always give out um, help and encouragement and show my journey, basically, and help Brilliant. to motivate people. Yeah, and I think that's really key is, you know, you've come from a place of not exercising where you watch the Olympics, it inspired you into sport. Uh, and then you've come out um, a national and European age group champion. And now you're in a place where you can give back to others to hopefully help them do the same. So, Yanis, I just want to thank you for joining me and um, make sure you guys stay tuned. Uh, over the next few episodes, we're going to be interviewing some more athletes, those who support them and those in the wellbeing community. Thanks again for joining us on Sport and Mental Health. My name's Ian. All the best.